Getting fired is no fun. But have you ever been fired from a job you didn't even know you had? Well, I have, and here's the story. I've worked in music my entire life, essentially being self-employed since I was in my teens. I did have one spell working a regular job when I was in between band slash musical situations that lasted maybe, I don't remember, maybe nine to 11 months. Um, and it ended and I never went back to working for someone else. But that doesn't mean I've never been fired. As I've detailed in many previous stories, I spent a long time in Harlem, New York City as a commercial songwriter doing everything from pop to hip hop to everything, you know, commercials, jingles, um, all kinds of stuff. And in the course of that work, we did tons of celebrity clients. So I've done a lot of music for celebrity artists, especially people, because this is going back about nine years. So if you're looking at people that were hot, 10, eight to 10 years ago, I worked with a lot of those people, including Justin Bieber. And he's an example of a person that can never be on my bio or resume because the way this worked is many times we'd work on these tracks for artist clients and they would record to the tracks. So the artist has, you know, art music. I'm the hooks guy. I was the guy that was always on the hooks and they've recorded the track. But really that was like one jump or gate you had to get through to getting a track placed. The artist is now recorded to your track, but now are they going to release it? And the ratio is really like 10 out of 100 tracks get placed, even after the artist has already recorded the track. It's a very, it's a really workmanlike process. It's for someone who's like, it's like mining. It's like coal mining. It's musical coal mining, man. So in the course of this work, I'm done tons of celebrities. I've seen tracks go with the famous guy has now recorded to it and is their label gonna clear it? I, I've had stories where we've, this is a hit, this is gonna be a bonafide hit, bam, there's a sample in there, somebody from the old band is upset, they won't clear the sample, boom, there goes that hit, Warner Brothers says we can't do it now. So I've been in every situation from that to, you know, whatever, at all, at all, right? So you can imagine within this environment, and also when I would show up to the studio to work, our goal was like six hooks a day. Like it was a fucking six hour day in the studio and we would try to crush these hooks. Certain days when you're doing more ornate pop music type stuff, we'd take a little longer depending on what it was. A lot of the pop music, there's like 40, 50 tracks going on. So that those would take time, but Sometimes we just have like these hip hop bangers for artists that were popular at that time, a lot of street bangers, whatever we would do. And um, it would be like one lead vocal, boom, boom, boom. So within that kind of work environment, you can imagine that after a while, cause I did this for years, you become a little bit desensitized to, oh, so this next track is gonna, that we're gonna be working on is for Joe Blow such and such who's hot right now. You know, like, cause the first time you hear about that, you get super excited and it's like, oh my God, I'm working on the track for Joe Blow. And you know, after a few years of it, it becomes very commonplace. So you don't get as excited and worked up about it. So it was in on a day like this, when we were in the midst of a six song grind, okay, goal for the day. So the way it would work is 
after we completed a track, I'd come back to the control room and sit down and kind of just space out on my phone on the couch while my producer and good friend Goodwill would bring up whatever the next project we were going to be working on was. And like I said, by this time I've gotten used to hearing, oh, this next track is for, you know, Dion Warwick or, you know, whoever, right? So I didn't think much of it when he said to me, okay, cool, this next track is for Akon and Britney Spears. I didn't even look up from my phone. Now, a little bit of backstory. At this point in time, I've already done several tracks for Akon that were placed and released. So it's like, we've already had a lot of success with this particular artist, and um, it was exciting, but it was like, oh, it's another, it's another one. Not to, you know, not to discredit the excitement, but it was super exciting. But it was like, okay, it's another Akon track. But he says, oh, it's Akon and Britney Spears. Now here's the thing, at this point in time, Britney was going through this meltdown thing and it was tabloid stuff and all this weird stuff and she kind of hadn't been heard from in a year and a half or I don't know how long but it had been a long time and unbeknownst to the paparazzi and the press and the world at large myself included I'm not a fan I wasn't following but she was secretly working on a new album a comeback album the track we were working on was slated to be one of the tracks on this album. But we didn't know this at the time. I didn't know it. And to be quite frank, I didn't fucking care. But what happened was, he says this to me, and as he says it to me, I'm looking down at my phone, do 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 spacing out, and I'm on Twitter, and when he said it to me, I just as a matter of fact, because what I would do, I would tweet what we were working on. Okay, we're working on this next track. It's going to be called this, that. Just kind of screwing with Twitter, whatever, whatever. I'm not that much of a Twitter guy, but whatever. So, as he says it to me, I'm looking down and I just tweet, wow, what a day it's been already. Something to the effect of, now I'm going to post it in the notes for this story so you can click the link and see the exact tweet, whatever, but it was something to the extent of, what a day it's been already, now working on a track for Akon with Britney Spears, WTF, what's going to happen next? was something to that extent. And I tweeted it. Then we worked on the track. Bam, bam, bam. We did it. I think I came back for one more day of tracking on this song. But again, it was like two days later. And again, it was within the midst of a six song day. So it was just like, oh, we're going to tighten up a couple of things on that Britney tune, whatever, whatever. That was probably the next day. Maybe the day after that, my friend calls me. He goes, I, something's going on with this track, the Britney thing. Do, did you like tell somebody that we were working on that? And I was, at first I didn't know what the fuck he was talking about. But then I'm like, well, on my Twitter, I mentioned that we were working on another Akon track with Britney. He's like, oh man, this is not good. He goes, your tweet was just on MTV. I said, fucking MTV, how'd they get my shit? I was so confused. I didn't know what was going on, man. So I went right to the internet um, story. And the story was based on an, a story from the Associated Press, which is even bigger than, than um, <laughs> MTV, man. Uh, so the Associated Press got my tweet and fucking made a, made a you know, huge story, like a worldwide news blast story about the fucking tweet. And um, I was... I was fucking flabbergasted. But here's the gist of what happened. 
So nobody knows what Britney Spears is doing. She's been in hiding. She's working on this record in secret. Boom, where is she? And you know, who done it and all this and where's Waldo? And out of nowhere comes my tweet from outer space and they coupled it with another tweet from a very famous LA-based producer um, that was also working on the album. And what they did, what the Associated Press did, was they took his tweet, my tweet, put them together, and there's the story. The story's about five, six, eight sentences, and the gist of it is, Britney Spears is secretly working on a new album. Details have been revealed by producer blah blah blah, and reggae artist Predator Dub Assassins, who tweeted, and they gave this guy's quote, and they gave my quote. They mashed those together in a story, they put it out to the worldwide uh, news outlets, and then outlets like, you know, um, MTV and et al and et al, whatever the, whatever the news outlets are online, paraphrase the story and put out their own version of it. And then you can imagine that the fan blogs, Perez Hilton, um, and all the famous blogs like that carry the story with their opinion on the situation. Who's this predator dub assassins? Some of the fans were like not very favorable about. So the gist of it was this. He responded to this media onslaught with a simple tweet. Because remember, they're kind of low-key from the media. They are not haven't been talking to the media. But now dude, as the manager, he has to respond. And he responded with a single tweet, something to the effect of, we are certainly not working on a new Britney album. And I assure you that even if we were, anyone talking about the new Britney album certainly wouldn't be working on the new Britney album. And with that, we were fired. Myself, and one of the richest and most legendary producers in all of R&B history. It probably hurt me a little bit more than he did, especially considering I didn't even know I was on the job like that, you know? Um, and maybe millions were lost, I don't know. I, I can never know if maybe that song would've went on to make millions. To be honest, I don't think it was the best song. Again, I'm gonna link the song, which has never been released officially, to the uh, links in the story so you can listen to it. It's a sound called Louder. They were gonna have to do some um, clearance stuff for samples and stuff. And uh, it's a weird production because the female singer, who's awesome, I worked with her on a lot of tracks. She was like a finalist on The Voice or one of those singing shows that was really popular. Um, but the production was calling for them to ramp up the auto-tune for the female lead vocal to crazy levels, crazy levels. So it's like, to me, the track always came out a little chipmunky sounding because of that, the way the production went. But we were just following orders, being told, doing what we were being told to do from the client we didn't even know we had. And um, we got fired. Story broke on the Associated Press. MTV picked it up, a lot of other outlets. And it wasn't the last time I was fired by a celebrity for a weird job that I wasn't even really supposed to be on anyway. But um, it was the first time, and it was pretty interesting. I'm sure you would agree. I'm going to keep the links to the uh, articles and the things I mentioned uh, in the story so you can check them out for yourself. And let me know what you think. And that's the story. It's your boy Dubby. Thanks for listening. I appreciate you guys. I love you, man. I'll talk to you soon. You! Louder! Turn it up, turn it up. Louder! Louder!
Play it loud 